Namaste, and welcome to Acharya Shunya's podcast, Shadow to Self. This podcast will inspire you to step out of unconsciousness, ill health, and fear, and access a sense of awareness, freedom, and empowerment. Each episode weaves wisdom from the ancient Vedic traditions of non-dual Vedanta, Yoga, and Ayurveda, along with fiercely unapologetic truth to guide you to your inner power and authentic voice. Through her teachings, Acharya Shunya and her guests restore the divine feminine dharma within us all, illuminating your personal path to sovereignty and success. Here's your host, Acharya Shunya. It's been a while since we have spoken. I took a mindful break from podcasting. As I take breaks in many things that I do in the world. Because anything I take up, whether it is podcasting or writing a book or teaching a class or decorating my home or having friends over for dinner, these are all things that I do. These things are not fundamental to who I am. And sometimes when I deliberately take breaks from whatever I do, no matter how enjoyable it is, it becomes a journey from shadow to self where I withdraw from any compulsivity that has entered my being that I must do this and I must hit this deadline and I've got to get cracking on this, 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 this to-do item on my ever-increasing to-do list. I step back and I notice presence. And I experience that same presence in the lush green grass that's um, growing everywhere around me because it feels like spring, but it's really only the beginning of February when I'm recording this. I feel that same presence in the blue sky. I feel the same luxurious presence in wide open spaces. So I'm coming to you from a deeply relaxed, deeply restful place. Not from a compulsive need to have this dialogue with you over my podcast, but from the joy of connectivity, from the anticipation of meeting beyond our bodies and minds at that level where our souls come together, where our hearts beat together and where life once again returns to a restful, relaxed field of playfulness, infinite opportunities, including the opportunity to rest ourselves, re-examine why we are doing what we are doing, letting go of any mechanical behavior that may have entered our lifestyle and 
once again enjoying the warmth of intentionality in all our doing this. When I talk about bringing intentionality to my podcasting and to pretty much everything I endeavor to bring forth as a spiritual teacher, a definition of yoga comes to mind. This is an ancient definition provided by a Vedic scholar, Amrasimha. And in his teachings, he provides this definition where he says, Yogaha, Samhanana, Upaya, Dhyanam, Sangati, Yukteshu. What does that mean? Well, yoga, as you know, is the coming together of our everyday self with that presence, something greater, something beautiful, something divine that dwells everywhere and within us as our own sovereign self. And I personally think that any action we undertake with intentionality becomes a yoga. And through this podcast, Shadow to Self, I am trying to achieve a state of yoga um, between my shadow, the actor within me that has to play roles and uh, uh, complete obligatory duties and uh, take care of itself in the world, and between my higher self that is one with my Divine Father and Divine Mother that is one with the cosmic intelligence that is all-pervading and undeniable. And if this podcast is an expression of that great state of yoga, then it is also samhanana, which means it can be an armor for anyone who is listening because this knowledge can give you an intellectual armor to deal with life in all new ways and definitely not come at it from a scripted, conditioned, compulsive space. The yoga of recording a podcast and benefiting from a podcast can also be an upayaha, which means it can be a solution. Sometimes just listening to it is enough because whatever was raging within you, whatever angst was within you, is going to just simply resolve because when you are hearing the sound of the great Vedic wisdom, which is the ultimate truth teller, then it becomes a solution into itself. It's not just a pointer to the solution, but it is the solution. And many of you have written back to me in your emails to me how much listening to my podcast has just simply brought you to a different place, a place of feeling complete, feeling resolved, and feeling hopeful and even feeling uniquely able to come back to the same old problems you know, with whole new attitudes and new abilities that you find within yourself activated all of a sudden. Why? Because I am comparing intentionally recorded podcasts and intentionally listening to such a podcast to a state of yoga, which is then compared to upaya or solution. Another definition of yoga is dhyanam. It leads to a state of meditation. And I would love to hear back from you if many of you feel a state of meditation, even as you're listening to this with intentionality, because 
I'm experiencing a state of meditation as I talk to you. Why? Because meditation is not simply achieved by closing our eyes, shutting off our senses, and um, maybe withdrawing from the thoughts. Anything that draws us in to the point where our mind becomes still and focused and centered into that inner presence that is forever, forever one with the divine totality, that is meditation. And uh, I am saying that the intentional act of recording truth-bearing podcast and the intentional act of receiving this truth through gentle, focused listening can be an act of meditation. Dhyanam, and I would love to hear from you if you are experiencing that, my dear friend. Yoga is also defined by this great scholar, Amarsimha, as Sangati. And Sangati is association with truth. Sangati is the possibilities that open up when you associate with the truth that is coming to you over these sound waves and entering through your ears into your heart and activating that sleeping divine self within you. This association with Vedic wisdom and a podcast like this that brings you that wisdom can become a true friend, a true worthy association for you because it awakens your association which is ongoing with the divine reality, the divine mother, the divine father, this divine universe, this divine reality that is everywhere and dwells in our heart as our own self. I wonder if you feel less alone, more supported in this moment. And ultimately, yoga has also been defined as yukti which means it is like act of union, of bringing together. And um, as I speak with intentionality, with inner poise, restfulness, a gentle focus, undistracted mind, relaxed body, aligned speech. I experience a coming together within me. If I was scattered moments ago, I am not now. Do you experience the same? If we were riding the waves of material existence up and down, up and down through the choppy waters of samsara, not now. Now you feel like, uh, wait, wait, no. I have it. I'm together. We can work this. I can ride those waves. And so it goes. This beautiful journey of of mapping our every action, including even why we record a podcast or why we listen to one. Is it it is just it's just habitual? Is it something we do while we're doing ten other things, but we're just used to somebody's voice in the background? Um, and do we just record it just because we have to, because it's marked with a big X on a calendar? Um, 
and it's saying to you, record a podcast. Or can this all come from a place of yoga, from a place of intentionality so that our action of recording and listening to great truth can become an armor, can become a solution, can become a meditation, can become a great association and ultimately can lead to the ultimate union with our true being. So now I have told you why I took a break from recording the podcast. In the meantime, my being has been journeying from shadow to self every day, every moment of my life. I released a book early last year, Sovereign Self, which elucidates the wisdom of the Vedas, Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita, and really gives details about how to really connect with that sovereign nature that is hidden in the bosom of each one of us and how to be truly in command of our own senses, our own thoughts, our own attitudes, our own life, and to be a master in our relationships and not the slave. And uh, had fun releasing it. Then I taught a course that is connected to this book, The Sovereign Self Paradigm, and it was so popular the first time around and so much fun for me that we taught it twice and we'll continue teaching it till I can. And um, traveled to the Himalayas, went to various goddess temples, wrote another book, which is based on the wisdom of the goddesses that's about to be released. And I'm going to share some stuff about that soon with you. Uh, nursed my father and a couple of elders in my family back to health, rescued a puppy, grew a whole garden, nursed so many souls from the entire world who were strangers to their own light, who had become alienated from their own self, who were suffocating from their own shadow. I nursed them back to well-being, vitality, smiles, joy, and a light-heartedness. And when I say I, I say it humbly because the I that nursed them was really my sovereign nature, my true self. And that self dwells in all beings. And uh, this whole time that I was away from you, I was really just gathering more and more momentum, more and more conviction, more and more inner joy, satisfaction, contentment, light, so that I could share it with you in this moment when we are talking. Thank you for receiving me. It's also really special that I'm anticipating the birthday of that great soul that imparted me this wisdom, my guru, my grandfather, Baba Ayodhyana. His birthday every year falls on the 4th of February and in the year 2022 when I'm recording this, he would have been 122 years old. And I don't know when you will get to hear this episode, but maybe sometime around that day or many years later at some random time. But I take this opportunity to remember my guru, who I simply call Baba. And I want to say that 
Baba was that very special being in whose eyes I saw the compassion of Divine Mother and in whose speech I received the wisdom of Divine Father. And he was not just my biological caretaker and uh, um, the head of my family, but he clearly was someone who had taken avatar or form to welcome me into the world, see my confusions, give me the tools of knowledge to thread apart those illusions and delusions and help me walk this path from shadow to self. And this podcast in every which way is really nothing but a blessing of Baba to me. And I'm so glad to note from your notes and emails to me and my team how this podcast continues to be a beacon of light for you. It's This is really Baba's light that is coming to you through me. It is said that uh, in the Vedas it is said, Manishvatvam Mamakshatvam Mahapurusha Samshraha. This is uh, the ancient language of Sanskrit, but it really beautifully summarizes something in the role of a true guru, where he says that for all great seekers, three things have to come together. The first one is Manishvatvam. It's very important to have a healthy human body and the inquiring human mind because all minds have awareness, but all living minds have awareness. Even the mouse and the tadpole has awareness enough for survival. But only the human mind has a very subtle degree of self-awareness, which can lead to self-inquiry and questions like, who am I and what is my connection with the ultimate reality? Is God a man or a woman or a mixed gender or is God really a formless divine presence that dwells in all genders, all beings, and even the inanimate rocks and mountains and rivers. So only the human mind can ponder these questions and take its inquiry to a great depth. And that is why Manushvatvam in the human birth is such a blessing. And according to the Vedas, our soul doesn't always get this human mind. And so if we have that check, congratulations, you got it. The next uh, requirement that is necessary for spiritual ascendancy is mamukshutvam. And mamukshutvam is connected to the word moksha or mukti. There should be a desire for liberation from our attachments of a worldly nature. There should be a desire for liberation from our worldly bondages and from our worldly roles to recognize and own and enjoy the splendor of a truly liberated um, spiritual beinghood. And this is known as mamakshutvam, this yearning to know what is more, what lies beyond my material possessions and my material relationships, which are inherently ephemeral, temporary, and if they come with some happiness, sooner or later, they also bring disappointment. So what lies beyond and why did I take birth and how can I connect with that eternally sovereign self within me? And that is known as Mokshatvam, something I have uh, attempted to address through my book, Sovereign Self. 
But the final requirement for our for that journey to take place from bondage to freedom, from darkness to light, from ignorance to truth, from shadow to self, is known as Mahapurusha Samshaya. Mahapurusha means a great being, and Samshaya means association with a great being of knowledge, of wisdom, of enlightenedhood, who can show us the path. This is a reference, a direct reference to a to the great self, the great spirit, the great soul taking embodiment um, in uh, in being, in form, and becoming our human mentor, our guide, our guru, to take us forward, to take us not in round and round circles, not making us worship the guru, or making us be slaves to the guru, and not making us be happy with a few feel-good rituals like 20 minutes of this meditation and five minutes of that breathing and three minutes of this mantra and presto, you got it, you are very close to nirvana, no. But someone who can point us the, point us the benefits of this pain and the sorrow that is coming our way and how light is lying in a pregnant state within the womb of darkness and how uh, truth awaits us even if you are surrounded by falsehoods and uh, and depraved people around you. There is some truth that you have to find which lies within you. And how this whole universe is really nothing but a school for souls to awaken to their true being. And this guru comes to us after many, many lifetimes of sincere questing, sincere knowledge. It is said that when we die... Uh, it is said that our soul travels between not just doesn't just come back to earth but travels to 14 dimensions of existence so we travel i don't know through multiplex universes through 14 dimensions of existence and we may still be without a guru and even if we are born in any of these places according to the vedas there's not just one species there are 8400000 species and uh, the human species, but one of them. So then we get caught between, you know, different species with different desires to mate, to eat, to sleep, to nest, to burrow. We don't get this inclination to awaken. And even as a human, we we get lost in like um, material, ephemeral pleasures. It's very rare to have that mamakshutam, the desire to truly awaken to, why am I wondering about this whole existence from body to body and who's going to give me the key to this universe and unlock the mysteries of this universe and how am I going to find the truth that I'm told it lies within me Then how am I going to find it? And then the guru arrives and the guru says, it is within you. So to this guru, I chant, Brahmanandam Paramasukhadam Kevalam Jnanamurtim Dvandvatitam Gaganasadrisham Tattvamasyadi Lakshayam 
ಸಾಕ್ಷಿಭೂತ ಭಾವತೀತಿಗುಣರಹಿತ ಸದ್ಗುರು ವಿ ಚಾಂಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಔಟರ್ ಗುರು ಐ ಚಾಂಟ್ ಟು ದ ಗುರು ಬಾಬಾ ಯೋಧ್ಯಾನಾಥ because he showed me the doorway to the inner guru the self which is brahmanandam which is the anandam of brahma which is infinite happiness not happiness that comes and goes but there is some infinite happiness in my true self that my guru points the way to connecting with that the yoga of union with that self which is the ultimate happiness param sukhadam it uh, it it is not just a separate self that i possess it is that one self that dwells in all and when i connect with this self this inner guru thanks to my outer guru pointing the way to it i achieve ultimate knowledge ultimate gnanam and that is why this self is symbol of everything that we need to know all our questions are answered all our mysteries all the mystical inquiry is resolved when we get to know through the help of the guru who has himself or herself transcended duality and is uh, who has a presence uh, like the vast unending uninterrupted sky when that guru points us to the self which is also beyond duality and spacious and unending expansive like the sky that self that true guru within who is indeed one eternal pure and still as i always found my baba my guru in his meditations and in his speech to me always representing that radical oneness of all beings always reminding me of the eternalness of the soul the self reminding me to look for the permanence within uh, the phenomenon of impermanence that surrounds us showing me that uh, the true self is always unblemished so i need not believe the shamers and the blamers who tell us or tell me or tell you that we are not good enough because we are radically pure from within and no amount my mind runs here and there and gets weary my true self is still and quiet like the inner yogini in our yogi and baba not only talked to me about the self in these ways like your inner guru is still but baba baba's voice baba's presence was still your stillness incarnate he was always reminding me of the inner witness the sakshi and help me awaken my inner witness he experienced all his emotions and yet he transcended them um to show me a divine state of being and to such a guru i bow and i especially bow because this outer guru helped me connect with my inner guru the self and gradually the shadows fell away baba 
Thank you for taking um, an incarnation as my grandfather. You helped me with the smallest things from falling down and my knees would be bleeding and you would put some herbs on them and chant a mantra and magically the pain and would go away and the, and the blood would clot and everything would be fine in my little world. To the person who believed in me when I didn't have belief in me that I could one day be your world leader and a guru for thousands of the true seekers, that, that my voice, my thoughts, my actions would become aligned with what is needed for the new world, the world full of light, the world full of truth, the world full of equality, the world full of uh, freedom. There is a beautiful verse in the Vedic literature in a hymn which says, Aneka Janma Samaprapta Karma Bandha Vidahine Atma Gnana Pradhanena Tasmai Shri Namaha, which means I have karmic obstacles pulling me down, and these obstacles have gathered over countless lifetimes of being blind, of being ignorant, of being spiritually um, uninstructed. But in this lifetime, by my supreme luck, good luck and grace of the ultimate reality, I came into association with you, my guru. And because of that, I could thread through my ignorance, bring dharma and truth and yoga into my life, and I could come into my true being. And by doing that, um, all the chains of negative karmas fell away. I grew an all-new garden of blossoms, of light, of truth, of civility, of equality, of justice. The aroma of divinity and the, the blessings of oneness and non-duality. And now my whole life has changed. Thank you, thank you, thank you, O oh Guru, for bringing me this great knowledge. And if you are someone who has benefited from one of my books, Ayurveda Lifestyle Wisdom or Sovereign Self, or will be reading my forthcoming book, Roar Like a Goddess, which is uh, available for pre-order on Amazon and any other place you hang out to buy your books, then uh, know it that the wisdom that is contained in those books, which I uh, humbly recognize are doing their work and changing lives worldwide because I'm receiving those letters of love and gratitude and thanks then let me tell you that your love and your gratitude and your thanks I reciprocate back to my guru Baba Yudhyanath if you are a spiritual seeker who has uh, been studying with me then happy Baba birthday that is what I like to say because uh, my teacher is uh, blessing you uh, through me. So this is all for today. This is Acharya Shunya signing off. And I'll talk to you soon again with words intentionally arising in my heart, becoming an armor, 
a solution, a meditation, a divine association, and a path to union for all of us. Take care. Profound love. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Shadow to Self podcast by Acharya Shuma. Share the love by rating, reviewing, and sharing this episode with your like-minded friends. We appreciate your support. Visit awakenedself.com to connect with our community and send a message to Acharya Shunya herself. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next episode.